Okay, so we're back with the Juby Take. I'm Steve. I'm Adam. And with us again tonight is TJC. Ba-ba-ba. Back again. Back again. Just doesn't seem the same. <laughs> well, it doesn't seem the same because there's only two of us talking. But anyway. That's right. Okay, tonight I'm turning it over to Adam. And he's going to take us down the path that he has chosen. Yes. Hopefully have, he'll have chosen wisely. I've thrown out the topic for this week. And uh, the topic is superheroes. Talking about the good guys. When, when we're saying superheroes, there's not much in parameters to that. Um, other than I got a couple of questions and for you guys and kind of see where it goes from there. Great. So the parameters, do so you mean anybody can be a superhero? Well, I mean, I, no, not anyone. Okay. You have, you have so to. What if you have a bunch of money and you own a company that has a bunch of really cool stuff? And you can, and you can fight crime? Well, I mean, at that, at that point, it gives you an advantage that I guess the rest of us don't have. But does that make you a superhero when you have that? I believe if you have the ability to fight superhumans and to fight other supervillains, then that qualifies you as a superhero. Okay. So the ability to fight them, do you have to win? It's <laughs> a good point. I can fight them. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I was going to say. I'll get my ass beat. But. I guess that's a good point. I, you you have to be able to put up a, a fight. I mean, it's it's not like a... I, I know I know I know where you're going with this, and then the question is 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 Batman a superhero? Oh, yeah. Batman! I thought you were talking about Kickass. Oh well, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that movie, Dad? No, that's a good one. Okay. Watch it. But yeah, Batman is he a superhero because he doesn't have superpowers? He relies on technology and his skill of as a martial artist to defeat super villains so what's the argument for because i maybe this is the wrong podcast for me but i could give a crap last one no i love Bat- this this Batman's is perfect a superhero i think batman's great and i don't care if he's a superhero or not but what's the argument for him being a superhero because he doesn't have any god-given superpowers you know therein lies the the question of being super what is he a super? superhero or is he just a hero or is he just a guy with some money that that fights crime and you know, has a franchise of movies that a bunch of different people have played him. <laughs> well, or or all the do you, all you need is uh, just a costume because he's got that. Well, earlier I w- you just have to fight super criminals, you know, well, super villains. I I just feel like you have yeah. I mean the the fact that he has all of the this technology and he has the the know how and the the ability to put up a fight against. So you what know, would somebody say? So world? what if I say Batman has no superpower, right? So I just said that. Yeah. Right. And what would somebody possibly argue against that? Is there an argument to say we're well, not so fast, like super intellect or super determination? Or is there anything super? I mean, obviously, we're not talking about Superman or, you know, a, a, an otherworldly ability necessary. But among humans, he's an upper echelon human being. Yeah. Well, he has a desire to it, do this. Yeah, exactly. You know, he wants I mean, his make... parents were killed, so you know he wants to find out who did it. So he's super pissed. We get that. Super pissed. <laughs> I think he just yeah, it's 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 drove a, a a darkness down inside of him that he wants to fight and and continue to fight evil and wants to get it out of the world. Yeah. So okay, so okay. we can put this to bed by simply saying that the desire. Yeah. How whatever means you have at your disposal, the desire to fight 
supervillains, or villains in general, to make the world a better place qualifies you as a superhero. Well, because he does fight villains in general, I get your point. But I think probably his ability to fight supervillains is back to your point. Right. He ha- he can legitimately fight supervillains, obviously. Correct. But then, you know, it's not like the Joker's got a superpower. He just, he's just ugly. He's very right. smart and well, diabolical and, you know. Okay, honestly, if you if you look at all of the villains in the Batman franchise, are any of them supervillains? Well, Doc Ock, yeah. you could make an argument for, well, although it's not God-given. It's a it's all as a result of something, some sort of an accident, those villains, right? Yeah. Well, Doc Ock is, is more Spider-Man. Oh, that's true. That's but, true. That's But sorry. no, Can totally. we cut that part out? <laughs> no, <laughs> see, this is why Adam's running this podcast, because he... <laughs> he's the authority there i have no idea who you were talking about oh yeah oh yeah. well, no is he i mean he's one of my favorite supervillains, that's for sure but there are some out there when it comes to batman that well the know, joker and the penguin i mean they don't have superpowers no the right. penguin the riddler the riddler none of them have superpowers well what about Iceman or uh Do- uh, uh, do- uh <laughs> dr dr freeze sorry oh, is it God. dr freeze yeah i don't even know yeah, I don't know that he actually has a PhD. I, I think they just call he, him Doctor Freeze. But well, he everybody was. Just, he was a doctor. Before but everybody he just had, had an accident. accident. Yeah, and, and became deformed and angry. Poison Ivy. I yeah, mean, yeah. Two Face. Yeah, I mean, all of the the Batman villains are just met with some <laughs> unfortunate event and got pissed about that and then decided to take it out on the world. Yeah. And so I guess maybe he doesn't even have to be that super. Although they come up with some crazy stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's sort of a battle of the minds. That's interesting. I never even thought about that. With yeah. The villain. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's his, it, his intellect is what he usually beats his villains in, you know? He, and they're he all very him. smart. Yeah. So it's so, always Well, yeah. And all, and all of his cool toys. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's, he's the James Bond superhero. He's the MacGyver of superheroes. I've never liked MacGyver. I never saw the point of that. <laughs> All right. So switching gears a little bit. Okay. okay. We're talking about, you know, is he a superhero or not? Let's talk about actual superheroes, people that you believe are superheroes without a doubt. But what was your favorite superhero? Now, I know superheroes weren't your big thing, but if you were to say you picked one that you fancied over the others, which one would that be? You're talking to me because there's three of us here. Yes, yeah, Steve. Okay. Um, My favorite superhero, I guess the one that, that was around when I was young because I never was a comic book guy. Yeah. So, you know, I never got into that. So the two choices I had was, you know, Adam West is Batman. Right. Okay. You know, and the, and the, the fight scenes with the, the bow and the pow and, and all of that. It just, the, the graphics were incredible. Oh yeah. And Superman. Okay. And so, you know, I, classic with, rivalry, George, the heck was that first Superman's name? Do you remember? The actor, in yeah, and the, the old. There's a really good movie out about him. That yeah, God, I'm blanking it. I know it. I yeah. just can't come up with it. George We're, something, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. sure. George something. George something. Nopolis. Uh, oh yeah. If only, if, if only if, there were a magical box. There were a way to look that up. So I would go with Superman. Okay. Because I I never was a fan of of Batman, even the early shows, the Adam West stuff. Right. But the Superman stuff was pretty cool. Superman is a great superhero for me. I, I think that he's the perfect superhero. You know, I mean, you can't really kill him other than kryptonite. Right. It's the one thing. He's literally created a his own phrase based off of him and kryptonite. His yeah. Relationship. No, it, yeah, the early shows were fun. And, you know, Superman, 
it, it, this is a perfect example of of Hollywood taking you know the superhero from from way back and taking him somewhere right making it modern trying to make it modern and yeah. just messing it up well that's true that's uh that's that I would say DC has not been winning the uh the superhero movie uh war no I mean you're pitting Batman against Superman I didn't really understand that and yeah. Ben Affleck as Batman was well everybody knows that was just a, a huge mistake kind of hard to watch yeah George George Reeves George Reeves there he is how did I forget that the same way I did yeah I guess okay <laughs> George Reeves he I don't doesn't look like he was the first Superman but he was kind of the most popular early Superman I think yeah he's he the one I remember Superman. so many Supermans good grief <laughs> yeah some of them some of them really bad of course Christopher Reeve is the the yeah I mean he's my era and you know was the most iconic for years Right, he he did all the Superman movies, right? Well, yeah, before the modern era, yeah, which, and before he was, you know, had a spell, yeah, right, issues. Well, thinking of superhero movies, you know, that brings kind of a new dynamic to that. But I, I kind of want to talk about that in a second. Uh, Joe, did you have a favorite superhero growing up? My favorite superhero growing up was probably Spider Man. Okay. Uh, it was tough to pick, of course, because yeah. you know, as a boy, you love all of them. I also wasn't big into comics. Uh, my older brother had sort of bequeathed me some of his classic comics that I've since lost. So sorry about that, Dave. My bad. <laughs> but no, they're I, probably not worth anything now. <laughs> they, uh, he gave them to me with that specific instructions: keep these in good condition. As he went off to the Navy, I'm sure they're in great condition <laughs> this, wherever yeah, they this are. Is, this is my retirement right here, <laughs> so take care of it. <laughs> Well, he didn't follow up. That's his bad. Anyway, I uh, so Spider-Man I liked because, one, it was uh, a cartoon yep. on, on TV at the time. And then Fun my- to follow. You know, the only other real rival I had was probably Batman. I really liked Batman. Yeah. I, I wasn't as big a Superman guy. You know, I think it was, for me, I didn't enjoy Superman because he was that perfect superhero. And I enjoyed the fact that someone had to, like, fight for their position in that and i think that's why my favorite superhero is batman mine now you know i think the question was like growing up right mine now is for sure batman yeah he, he's become my favorite because i haven't seen the latest the ben affleck right yeah once right. you see that you you will never say that again <laughs> it's done. Well, that's why i haven't seen it and it's i won't over. exactly thank I, you, you for know, the warning i love uh yeah, christian bale if if, if that's the, your your mental picture that you have with yeah. batman right now yeah, well, everybody, actually everyone up, including and through Christian Bale, you know what I mean? That's all of the Batmans were fine. I mean, yeah. some of them were a little worse than others. Val Kilmer wasn't great, but he was no. fine. Yeah. George Clooney wasn't great, but no. whatever. They're, they all get a pass now, right? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, because it was it was reinvented with Christian Bale. Exactly. Because Batman begins. Yeah. yeah. It's well, like, okay, all the stuff before, never mind, because today... Batman begin. That's right. It was so perfect. We talked about that on the on the uh the franchises podcast. Right. Yeah, the movies. That's right. All right. Well, talking about getting into the movie superheroes and and kind of the movie superhero actor slash actor combo, who is it that you kind of really enjoy watching? And it's like kind of the character and and who the actor has made them be and you know, is it Oh, the current? Yeah, of, of, of the current. It could be current. It could be the old ones. I mean, it could be 
you know, the old Superman or it could be Christian Bale for Batman or it could be. Well, okay. Christian Bale. I really like, uh, Chris Hemsworth. I really like as as Thor. Thor. He's the best, but Scarlett Johansson. I mean, come on. (laughs) Yeah. How can you not go there? That's not a fair fight. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I like the way this guy thinks. (laughs) Yeah, me too. And I would be remiss after just mentioning several Batman actors. If I didn't mention Michael Keaton, yeah, yeah, because that's he, true. Re- he really was great. That bat, the Batman, the first movie, the Tim Burton with Michael Keaton, and of course, you know Jack is the Joker and all that. So great. So Michael Keaton was excellent. I I really really enjoyed and have enjoyed, and I think it kind of resurrected his career. But Robert Downey Jr. I thought as Iron Man. I, that's a great call. I love him. He is just he was awesome. I love his sarcastic, his humor. Um, and then just like that billionaire, I don't care, you know, kind of uh, feel to him. He does that perfectly. That's a great call. I went all hipster with the uh, Michael Keaton Batman and you just blew me right out of the water. So. <laughs> well, it is what it know, is. man. Once He's- again, the basis of this podcast is the millennial. Right. The Gen Xer. Yeah. <laughs> That's a and good the baby point. boomer. And you just saw it right there. Yep. Yep. I mean. The baby boomer, of course, he's going Scarlett Johansson because I've been around long enough to know <laughs> what's important. Yeah, I, I was thinking Adam West. <laughs> the, Gen, the Gen Xer messes up with, you know, let's get Michael Keaton in here yeah, because they, he's a cool guy. Because yeah. he's the early 90s reference. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we, we go in my generation. In the timeline. And... <laughs> oh, that's great. All right. Well, all right. So you got Scarlett Johansson. I will see that and raise you. The only thing good, in my opinion, about the second Batman, which was Michelle Pfeiffer in her prime. Ooh. Yeah, no, yeah, she got it done. She got it done. All right, maybe I was a little too enthusiastic just now. Can we can <laughs> we cut that out? No, we're never going <laughs> to cut that out. Uh, shout out to Uma Thurman as uh, some uh, poison ivy as well. Oh, I thought you were going to say as my uh, super ex girlfriend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh no! Thanks for all that the good. thanks for all the photos and the videos, babe. <laughs> No, right. haven't you seen that? My super yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That one was good. Is it Luke Wilson? Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that, Steve? I don't think so. Oh my God. Uma Thurman's a superhero. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And she's super jealous. <laughs> and it doesn't work out well for Owen Wilson. Yeah. Okay, superhero, Hancock. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. Yeah, so totally. I really, really I love Will Smith. Will that's Smith is great. I I don't know what he's been doing lately, but he's got a Netflix show coming out. That's right. Does he? I, I actually posted that on my Facebook. I think that's where I saw How it. How sad is I that? Think that's anybody, how that I know that. anybody that knows me <laughs> to, to hear me actually say that is, I'm sorry, folks. I'm sorry. I've, I'm not the person oh, I once have, was. How the mighty have fallen. Yes, we have. It's corrupted. But, yeah. Han, but Hancock okay. and. My favorite of all time is who it was Charlize Theron. Yeah. Or Theron, I think. Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's a superhero in every single thing she does, yeah. in my opinion. Sorry, babe. <laughs> <laughs> no coming back from that one, but you shouldn't have to. Nope. Oh, man. It's understood. Yeah, I'm not in an exclusive club. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> moving on. Uh, so I kind of want to ask you guys, what would be, if you guys were having, a, if you guys were to have a superpower, what would you want that's, it to be? That's my favorite question of all time. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I'm sure that it's been asked multiple times to you guys, but. Oh, well, it's a great question. I love yeah. it. Go it's a good ahead. interview question. Go ahead, Steve. Why do I have to go for it? I don't know. Joe, you go first. It's easy in my opinion, and, and uh, I will admonish all of you if you don't have the same answer. Uh, flying. 
Well, see, that was the easy answer for me. You know, it's because the idea of flight, just amazing. You just, you know, step out the door, jump, you know, Superman right. through the air. You know, you could be at in and out in, in less than a couple minutes and get a burger. <laughs> That's what you you'd know? use it for. <laughs> yeah, how sweet is that? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I, you know, what else would you use it for? Yeah, no, you know? I, I can't think of anything. Yeah. So. <laughs> Go hang out on the beach for the day, maybe. What about you, um, Adam? Me? I, I think that... Uh, you know, thinking about it, flying would be cool, but I always kind of thought, well, you know, what would beat flying? What, what, what's better than flying if I were to like maybe even fight this person? And, um, for me it would be, uh, I would need, I would want telekinetic powers. Oh man. I want to be, cause I mean, at that point you can fly. <sighs> That's cheating. You can, you can make your mind move. I mean, uh, yeah, it's, That's if you a- look at the Phoenix in, in X-Men. Or she, she was Jean Grey. Yeah. You know, but, you know, her powers just obviously depends on how powerful you Ad, are. Adam's on fire on this episode. But I got, I got yeah. at that point, him. you can make other people do what you want them to do. You can make things move, and, you know, you, know right. you can be lazy. So then I'll lead that into, because what you're talking about is essentially the force. Basically. Does that, does that mean Jedis are superheroes? Do, can they fight supervillains? I mean, is Darth Vader a supervillain? Totally. I would. I mean, if Jedi's aren't superheroes, then I'm leaving. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way I feel. About we're this. done. <laughs> this I'm torching all this equipment, <laughs> and we're done. I'm the out of here. Jedi's are probably. Yeah, you know what? They probably. Are I mean, one they're of not comic favorite. book superheroes, of course. No, but well, neither, neither is Hancock. Hancock. But, yeah. then, but then again, that wasn't no, the that criteria wasn't here. That no, we didn't talk about. You know, that's that's what everybody relates them to is is comic books. And but I think that's why I kind of wanted it to be open and broad, you know, brings in those. <sighs> so insightful. Yeah, I he mean, is. Just I, to be I don't here, know guys. how to. I can't hang. Planned for this. No, it's, it's hard for all of us. <laughs> it's guys, don't worry about it. All right. Thank you. Oh, I feel instantly relaxed. See, yeah, even kicks ass at relaxing me. We're good. I love it. All right. Okay. For me, because I never said exactly what mine would be. Now, the telekinetic no. thing. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. And wasn't there a show where I don't remember anything about the actor or whatever, but that he could make a woman do whatever he wanted? Oh, my God. Hmm. I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe. I'm sure. Oh, there, well, hey, there's you know what? Gibson that could... in what women want. That's a superpower. Uh, that is. You could just hear women's thoughts. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's. I could see that being that's that not could what be your you're super, talking about though, it right? doesn't have to be a superpower no, that actually, someone yeah. has. It could be your yep. own. You can make it up. It could be I wanna be able to peel onions with my eyes and like not have to like you know, like, okay, like that's, I mean, mine. That's, that's not the one I want. If it's been <laughs> said once, it's been said a thousand times. I mean it's a cliche, but you know, Adam had to mention it. Just saying. Yeah, I'm not gonna choose that one. <laughs> okay. You can do whatever you want. That's all I'm saying. Like my grandfather used to say, peel onions with your, <laughs> with your eyes. So, okay. So to me, yeah, flying, absolutely. Telekinetic where all things are yeah, off the table. You know, you can raise yourself up. You can point. go. It's like, okay, I want every superpower that I can ever think of. Uh, and I want it now. But I'm not going there. It's uh, a little cheap to me. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, my superpower would be to read women's minds, read everyone's minds. No, that's wrong because <laughs> I don't need that clutter. 
There's too many people out there. Have you not you seen shut Bruce Almighty? I know. I, I, no, I, I just mentioned it, that I have Facebook now, and, and I just started thinking that I'm kind of doing that now. <laughs> That's a great with, point. With Facebook, is I'm reading everybody's minds because they're putting all this crap out right. there. So and it's uh, terrible. Oh, it's terrible. So yeah, it hurts. I'm backing off with uh, living forever. Oh, you want to be a vampire? No, uh, you know the the self healing. You know werewolf. I yeah, mean, uh, Logan would be a good one. Whatever yeah. he's got going on, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's regeneration, basically. Right. Deadpool, Deadpool. What what he's got going on? You're going to live forever, and you know you can break your wrists, and you can get oh. shot, and all that kind of stuff. Spe- and speaking of great uh, actors, oh yeah, roles for great actors. Oh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> that's probably your favorite, I would imagine. That's, I think I bring this up on every yeah. podcast that, that we, we do talk. about movies. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Because I haven't seen his new one. The, Man Crush. Uh, Hitman's Bodyguard. Oh, no. That one looks good, though. And that was Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson and, right. and Ryan Reynolds. That's, yeah. That one looks really good. <laughs> Two of my favorites. So, yeah, that would be mine. That's, okay. Uh, yeah, I would choose, you know, the self-healing. The invincibility. Invincibility sort of, yeah. forever. Okay. All right. Type thing. Although they really play that down in a lot of movies. We, we they took, really do. We they took, really, they, took the long road, but that's a good call. Well, yeah. I, I had to throw in the mind thing because it's <laughs> the, the Facebook. And now, this might, this might be a little bit harder to answer, but we're going to, if you guys, so you're a superhero, right? Well, that you, was pretty hard. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so you're a superhero. You can fly. You regenerate. You never die. You guys need sidekicks. So hold on a second, because as I'm thinking about it, you guys have given me a lot to think about here. (laughs) Do you need to change your answer? I might. I just want to state that I now recognize that the ability of flight without perhaps like invincibility or at least (laughs) extreme durability may be uh, a bit perilous. (laughs) Okay, so you have to you have to think about your now your sidekick now your sidekick. Maybe needs to be a medic. <laughs> so I need Healing radar abilities. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. Radar from Matt. Radar O'Reilly. <laughs> yeah. No, I get that. All right, sidekick. So if I'm your sidekick, what does your sidekick do? What is it? What is his superpower? I did not anticipate this question. Good one. All right, Steve's got it. Okay, right. Scarlett Johansson, <laughs> <laughs> and she just has to like me. <laughs> that would require an it, amount oh, of a lot on her part. Yeah, yes. I get that. I get that. I see how that would complement your power, though, too, you know, and how that Right, because I want to live forever. Right, and then she's and, there and by she your side. She always has to like you. What? But she lives forever or no? Well, that would be sad. Oh, she I don't care. <laughs> reincarnates to, you know, same yeah, body. A 27 and a half year old Scarlett Johansson lives forever. Yeah. Yeah. And my, my sidekick, and she just has to like me. It's perfect. Right, I love it. Okay. Uh, my sidekick, I guess, would be, uh, I don't know. That's a tough one, man. <laughs> what about you, Adam? I'll think about it. All right. Oh, man. You know, I hadn't, I thought about the question. I didn't think about the answer to the question. <laughs> nice. All my right. Kids well, do that. I mean, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, what what would the, the power be? If, if I can read minds and I can move things with my mind, then I want, I want a sidekick that can teleport. Okay. Anywhere, kind of like Nightcrawler from X Men. Okay, so if you can telekinetically move everything and do everything, couldn't you transport them? I can transport them. I can't teleport them. He kinetic. He's got uh, telekinesis within our space time. Tele or teleportation is it crosses space time. Come on, Steve. Everybody knows this. Wow. <laughs> 
Yeah. I am so out of it. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's it's complicated and it's complex, but it's... Oh, time it's travel weird. is on the table? Oh. I, well, it wow. is, but... Okay. Is it? Well, Superman can time travel, right? Because he can spin the Earth in the opposite direction. I think direction. that's the flash. Okay, that's just... that. Yeah. <laughs> that's the flash. That is just sound science. <laughs> yeah. This is making shit up is what that is. No, I don't know. That's But time travel... It's an interesting How one. sweet would that be? That would be pretty sweet. I don't know. It might be a can of worms like yeah. That see, that's minds. you're running into problems. You're going to change different events. Yeah, time well, you know, of course. Then, uh, yeah, then then you change reality at different you're a time. Different person. That's a headache I don't need. Sorry, I brought now it. Now all of a sudden, <laughs> sorry, I brought now it. Now all of a sudden, you've changed time, and there is no Scarlett Johansson. So what are you going to do? I mean, it's or, that that doesn't work for me. Or exactly. she's fourteen. Yeah, that's there's bad things. <laughs> no, wait a minute. No. <laughs> wow, we're learning a lot tonight. Oh, I think. No, you're right. You're right. That's. That just doesn't work. Yeah. So, well, so forget about time travel off the table. Right. All right. So I like, uh, as a sidekick, I like, uh, whew, man, I, I should have had, I've had plenty of time. Yeah. Let's see. How about if I say just because I got to come up with something, it's like when you can't think of something to eat. So you just blur right. out the first it's thing just... off the menu. Yeah. It's like, I will say that my sidekick should be able to, uh, so I can fly. My sidekick should have, uh, super intellect that by far the smartest person alive. There you go. There you go. So you want Sheldon Cooper, uh, times 10. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that looks like. Although Sheldon Cooper would be pretty sweet, especially if I could fly, he would really dig me and he would be a great sidekick. Yeah. He'd, he'd be wearing your t-shirt. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Okay. I'd get a lot of good pub. Yep. He would know what's going Plus, on. Plus, he has a lot of money. That shows <laughs> really successful. That's true. <laughs> and I'm certain I could at least get like an audience with Penny for a minute or two. Oh, yeah. So all you need is a minute or two? <laughs> wow. I said an audience. That's sad, Joe. It's really sad. It's okay. the first meeting. Penny. Penny. I have a superhero out here. <laughs> he wants to meet you. Oh, right. man. There's a lot of movies coming out, superhero movies that are coming out any do you guys have any that you're looking forward to aquaman um any of the next avengers movie you know i think Gal guardians of the galaxy has a third, third yeah there's, installment there's a third one there now are they superheroes the guardians of the galaxy yeah i don't know i i, I gotta be out on this one okay so the supervillain is the guy with the 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 big hammer thing that right okay so they are yeah i would say so No, i love that that was in my you know top five franchises i love guardians of the galaxy what they've done oh yeah i'm excited for them to mesh with the avengers yeah i really enjoy the avengers yeah i love hawkeye yeah you know, i mean jeremy renner i like him as an actor i liked him in the born movie that he did right and i love the fact that they the humor in the marvel stuff and the avengers and i don't remember i think it was uh, age of ultron or something and and he's talking to this girl and he's like, yeah, none of this makes sense. You know, the, that they're lifting up the city and all this kind of stuff. I'm out here with a bow and arrow. Right. I, I don't know. I think I'm just doing the best I can. I mean, if I'm a superhero and I got a bow and arrow, you, you couldn't give me something better than that. Right. That's funny. Self-referential. Yeah. 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 yeah no, self-deprecating type of thing, you know, where he's, He's like, yeah, I, I don't get it either. They just, this is what they give me. And uh, so I just, yeah, I just use what I've got. He's basically answering the question that all of the audience is going, yeah. what's up with this guy? You've got the Hulk and you've got 
Captain America, Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor, and all this, and then you you give Jeremy Renner a bow and arrow, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The, the, some indestructible characters, right? Essentially, Thor is not killable, <laughs> right? No, all these guys, Thor, Hulk, yeah, you can't Captain, kill them. Yeah, Captain America, you know, he gets thrown, you know, half a mile against a brick wall. He's fine, right? And poor Jeremy, yeah. that's worse than Batman. Never had it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Batman at least has some good armor. Ooh, that's how I would solve my problem. My Just, super smart sidekick would build me some sweet armor. Yeah, so you when, would have a good suit. Yep, exactly. Gear. That, that would that would be how I would compensate for my uh, you know fleshy vulnerability. Now you're thinking nice. everything yeah. that you wanted right. before. Great. You could actually probably come up with a force field. Ooh. I you mean, know, if he's that smart, you never know. You're talking about having you know the super smart guy. Yeah. As your sidekick. You can do anything. You have a little force field that, you know, the little pocket thing that you put in and gives you a force field. and I like it. Nothing penetrates it. I'm basically wishing I was Iron Man, except for with two people <laughs> to, yeah. to come up with it instead of just Tony Stark. I wish I was Tony Stark broken into two people. Nice. <laughs> okay. Well, um, you know, that's uh, kind of all I had as far as uh, superheroes goes. Well, let me, let me ask you, because we touched on it earlier. What about non-comic book superheroes? What and I just have a couple that I like. Uh, one's a cartoon and one's a, a live-action sort of a dark. Well, I'll just come out with it. Mister Incredible and The Incredibles in general. Oh yeah, okay. Love The Incredibles. Yeah, uh, definitely. Back to our me- often mentioned love of Pixar, of course. And then David Dunn, which is Bruce Willis's character in Unbreakable. I don't know if you guys have seen Unbreakable. No. And it's a bit of a spoiler. <laughs> Sort I don't of. think I have, but uh, you haven't. Wow, it's actually a great movie. But he is—it's set in a realistic world where Samuel L. Jackson is a comic book curator, I think, a museum comic book cur- museum. I forget exactly, but he's a, and he's very brittle. His problem is he's got a disease where he's ultra brittle, and his theory is that if he's that end of the spectrum, there must be somebody on the opposite end that's a superhero. So he searches the newspapers. And the and and all the you know news outlets rather for people for for tragedies and he tries to find somebody who has survived one of these unsurvivable tra- tragedies and it's Bruce Willis and throughout the movie he sort of meets him and tells him look you're a superhero dude and Bruce Willis buys in and it's it's actually really great wow. sounds good that does sound good I can keep going we can sounds interesting no no I think we have it I think we have it. <laughs> But so those are two, and then Kickass I mentioned before. Yeah, course, you know that which, was a good one. <laughs> which he's not really a superhero, but he's, you know, he gets there. Hit okay, girl. what about Terminator? Is he a superhero? You, okay, so is Tony Stark a superhero? Well, yeah. Uh, well, well, no, no, not without a suit. Okay, so Terminator is Tony Stark without the human, right? He's he's just machine, right? Well, I I don't know. I yeah. I guess eventually he does end up on the good side of things. Well, pretty quickly. <laughs> I mean, the first movie, he was the bad guy. Yeah. And then everything else is. Well, yeah, but that's, I mean, that's the basis of. Yeah, it is. I mean, he, if you're talking about that one character, yeah, I guess he is a superhero. Yeah. You'd have to exclude the first movie and the, he's obviously the, the bad guy in that. So he's not a hero because he's fighting. In, okay. In, I wasn't invested that much in this question. So guys, <laughs> I'm okay. I'm well, intrigued. But I would say, so starting with T2, Right, He's, he is. He, I mean, again, it goes back to your question about yeah. what is the definition of a superhero. 
but he's not the the only thing that that paused it for me was that he's not the only terminator and that there are like he's fighting other terminators he's fighting right. other like right when the yeah the liquid metal guy comes back and yeah so terminators aren't necessarily superheroes but they're either superheroes or supervillains arnold so they're one or the other well arnold is himself a superhero of course so totally just yeah. in his everyday life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to get any traction with that one. No. No, no. probably not. No, that's pretty sad. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Did I have anything else? I don't think so. Oh, I did. Who's the lamest superhero? The lamest superhero. Yeah. Man. Well, um, if, you, if you ask Raj Kutherpali. It's Aquaman. It's Aquaman. <laughs> it's because it is Aquaman. No, Aquaman movie's is. coming out, and we'll see... If yeah, they can change how lame that, that is. they can change that dynamic because all of us, I think, think Aquaman is. Yeah, I mean, it's so it, without you know being tongue in cheek, Aquaman is trying to be a superhero. He's not kick ass, you know what I mean? He's not the no. mystery men or whatever these parodies of superheroes might be. Yeah, I have no idea what he does. Aquaman? Yeah, he can talk to marine life. He can swim pretty fast. He can, yeah, he can. I Pass think the somewhat control water and create you know tidal waves and oh is he that good yeah i undersold it so i mean that's kind of yeah his how he would attack people and yeah yeah it's not that impressive honestly it's unless you're near a body of water it's like he's useless yeah i mean yeah moved to arizona and even that man's not (laughs) no longer what happened yeah it's not like he's gonna make a shark come out of a puddle too you know like it has to have marine i'd be careful with sharks because you know they fly now yeah. Apparently. Oh, Sharknado for sure. Well, is he yeah. like, is he like, uh, is Aquaman, can he control water the way Magneto can control metal and, and essentially get any amount of moisture out of anything and manipulate it to be whatever he wants it to be? I haven't seen it happen. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to so, have to wait no. till the movie comes out. If the answer is no, I'm out. Yeah. There's been a lot of times where we could be out right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's very true. Glad we're not. Yeah. Okay, okay, so I think I think we've we've touched on superheroes, pretty much, and uh, certainly anything you know. If anybody has a thought, you can go to our website. You can make a comment. If there's some a superhero you want to bring up that we didn't, feel free. Touch base or on, on our Facebook pages. Facebook pages, we all have them. Yep. So let's uh, let's fall back to what we do know. Okay. The ducks. Yep. Howard the duck. Oh, no, we're not on superheroes anymore. Okay. Last week, 77-21. Yeah, I listened to <clears throat> I listened to the Duck pregame. It was pretty good. I like that. You guys did a great job. Nice. I was, it made me more excited to not watch the game, but check in <laughs> on the score every five minutes while I was uh, doing floors. So. Well, yeah. I just felt bad for puddles. Yeah. You know, having to do all those push-ups. You know, I saw a clip, and the... <laughs> The push-ups were looking really sad. His arms were straight, and all he was doing was bobbing his head <laughs> towards the end. So sure I don't much left. I don't think that was good. Yeah. Now you know more. You know, closer to home, it was a tough game for us. Yeah. You know, because eleven touchdowns—that's eleven shots. Yeah. So for those of the the listener, dear listener, who does not understand the dynamic there, the Jubies are world famous for their duck football 
gatherings and the fact that they have to do shots every time there's a touchdown. Do you guys do anything for field goals or do you no, remember no. that far back? No, no, no. We, we've decided. We, that we, yeah. We just, you know, thank God we didn't score enough. a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. You count your blessings. That's yeah. what you do for field goals. Yeah. So 11 <laughs> touchdowns. That's yeah. All, that's it was, it was a record setting day with nine rushing touch touchdowns, which is insane. Yeah, that is crazy. Considering the the running backs and you know the seasons we've had, the teams we've had, you know I, I think in that I was really impressed with the offensive line, both lines to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. And you know the thing with me that what what I liked is of course our biggest concern, and we talked about it was the defense. And yes, we're playing Southern Utah, southeastern Utah's uh, school for the blind. Yeah, <laughs> girls school for the girls blind. school for the blind. Yeah, yeah. okay. But as we've proven in the past, you know, playing a FCS, they're, FCS, they're whatever NAU is FCS as opposed to FBS. Correct. Okay. So FCS team and everybody plays them. It's not just the right. Ducks, you know, some or, teams Oregon choose State. to play them in week 13. Yeah. It's not on yeah, SEC. Yeah. SEC does that. You know, Oregon state last week played Portland state. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. Uh, Arizona played NAU. Yeah. It's all it same happens thing. Everywhere. Everybody does it. Right. So in the past, you know, it just, we played Eastern Washington. We've, you know, we played teams that scored more than they should have. Yeah. But this game, what we wanted is we wanted some turnovers and we wanted the defense to stop them. Now there was a kind of a freak play with a long pass that shouldn't have happened, but it did. And they scored. Then we fumbled the kickoff and they scored again right before the half. That's 14 points. Yeah. That probably shouldn't have happened. Well, but they did. Right. So it it did. Yeah. But the the opening drive is the one that got me because they went right down the field and this is what every team does to us. You know, we get a little bit of pressure from our our front seven, but then our our cornerbacks and safeties are are playing 10 yards off. Right. Exactly. So we got them falling in th- back into what we third were doing and 11, last year. you know, so we're 14 yards off them, you know, and they 11 yards first down, right down the field, touchdown. And that was scary. But they stopped it. Yeah. You know, they stopped doing that. They started playing closer coverage. And and I liked Taggart's comment at halftime was, we're giving these receivers the respect that you would Randy Moss. It's, Randy Moss isn't out there. Right, exactly. So we need to cover these guys. You know, we need to get up on them. And that's what they did. And they shut them out in the second half. Now the big test, you know, as we all knew, tomorrow, one thirty. Yep. Nebraska. Now, Nebraska, I don't think is all that good. They're not a rated team. They're picked in the middle of the Their Big conference. Ten. Yeah. So would you now count this as another game where you would expect to win and what you're looking for is the quality of that win? We are favored by I think seven points. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, um, so then, well we're at home and, and we're favored. We're I think we're as good a team, if not better, than they are, and we're at home. Yeah. So yes, actually. You know, I, I totally agree. I, I think that that's what I'm looking for is is a solid game, you know, keep the penalties down, eliminate the turnovers. Cause right. Tony, Tony Brooks James had both turnovers. Exactly. You know, he fumbled at the goal line and, the, and then he, he fumbled a kickoff. Right. So, you know, there was 14 point difference. How did your boy, uh, Royce Freeman? Yeah. Freeman. how did he look? 150 yards, four touchdowns. So he was okay. <laughs> I didn't say what his stat line was. I said, how'd he look? He, he looked, looked really good. Did he? Yeah. yeah, good. And Herbert looked good. The offense looked really good. You know, some of the young 
receivers made some nice catches. We, we went vertical on some passes, some long passes, some shorter stuff. Yeah, the offensive line looked good. Herbert had time. Yeah, I thought that Royce showed a lot of patience in his running game and just like the something you would expect from someone that's going to go into the NFL, you yeah. know, that kind of back. Um, he he proved to me just the way he was running and 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 uh, breaking tackles that you know he's going to be easily a first round pick next year. Cool. How's uh how big is he? He's six feet. Two thirty-five. Oh, okay. So he's fine. He's not. Small. No, no. He's yeah. yeah. He's, he's he's a, a big boy. Size. Good. Yeah. I, you know, I I was very happy with the the outcome. Oh yeah. Uh, I watched it again a couple days later because it's on the Pac-12 network and they keep replaying the games because after eleven shots, there was some of the game I don't really <laughs> remember. Yeah, I think there was a couple plays we missed. So tomorrow, uh, we're heading to the Well Bar. We are. Shout out to the Well Bar. Where's that? Well, Bar, it's up on Scottsdale Road oh, okay. uh, around Thomas. Cool. And it's a total duck bar. I mean, it, it it's could a duck be. duck tavern. It could be in Eugene. They moved it from Oregon down So to, what uh, What was the other place up there that you used to go Dukes. to? Dukes, yeah. We did, a, we did a podcast from Dukes, the Jim and Dave and I. Oh, really? Yeah. At, during lunch hour one day. Nice. <laughs> did Dukes do a duck bar? That, that was the, the duck place to go. Oh, wow. Uh, some years ago, Zach and I went up there on a couple back in the day, uh, you know, Carrie came up for a duck game at Duke's nice back when we were talking, Yeah, but yeah, Duke's was the place. And then it kind of fell off. The well bar is more of a dive dump. Yeah. But so, it's, it's sort of a priceless prime time. <laughs> exactly. But yeah. everything year round, everything on the walls is duck. Oh, cool. Are they, have you been up there and talked to the owners and all that stuff? Yeah. They're yeah. From, are they from Oregon, I guess? You know, I don't remember her saying that. No. I think that uh, whether she was or she had family that was up there that she went and visited and she just loved it. Yeah, she had you know, a relation with somebody that went to <laughs> from Oregon or something. something I don't know. Something like that. There was a crazy she seemed, night she seemed, Yeah, kind of that kind of person. But it's a fun place. We went up and watched. Watched the bowl game? I remember, yeah, I actually I was reminiscing with Zach about this last night. Um, Zach didn't remember too much from that night. I understand that. Yeah. I believe uh, we took him home in the back of the Suburban. And we were driving the Suburban that night. We were? I believe so, yeah. Wow. This is an international podcast, by the way. Okay. <laughs> no, we yeah, we had a good time. We showed up a little early. Yep. And uh, they basically pushed the pool tables off and... And make it kind of a theater seating theater, almost. Yeah, exactly. And then for every for every touchdown, she's walking around the bar picking the the guys that look the most fit because they do push ups on the, uh, the pool, pool table. tables. Nice. Yeah. So we I did a couple rounds. Zach did a couple rounds um, of uh, push ups. Nice. But uh, once they start getting up there around you know thirties, forties, yeah, I'm not jumping up. I know I'm probably good in that situation for you know. A touchdown and a field goal. I think I could handle that. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure I would have wanted to be there last week. When, when they didn't score a safety, I was out. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't make it through a field goal. Kick it to three. But, yeah, it was it was really fun. You know, a lot of the, the boys did great push-ups. We actually have videotape of that. Some of the guys that got up there did the, the head bob. Yeah. You know, did, did the duck push-ups. Yeah, they tried. It wasn't but working it was, too well. Yeah, it was fun. 
Cool. So that's where you're headed tomorrow. Yeah, we're gonna go up there tomorrow. And what time's the game? One thirty. Okay. Is it televised? Yeah. Cool. I think uh, Kirsten's gonna come up with us. Nice. Yeah. So that'll be fun. So we're excited. You know, we're hoping for the same kind of thing this week. You know, with better defense, stopping their running game is going to be the real challenge. Yeah. Yeah. So you said they're not a great team. What is uh, what is Nebraska's strength? I'm assuming running game. Do they have a good defense? No, 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 no because they, don't. they they played a lower level team last and they week. They let them run all over them. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. So you know their defense doesn't seem to be all that strong, but they have. They have a pretty good offense. They have a good offense. They have a, a really good running back. It's early in the season, and and here's that's what I love about college football is you start finding out about teams because the hype is the hype, and everybody's excited, and preseason stuff comes out. Right. But when you start playing games, and that's you know when the rubber meets the road. Now yep. now you find out exactly you know are you know who is the good teams, you know, and are we better than. Than we thought. And again, going back right. to what we talked about, you know, Oregon has players. You know, it's it's not like the other rebuilds that Taggart has had, where he's had to recruit the talent and then build the talent up. He has the talent. Now he just needs to put it in the place where they can be successful. Yeah, I mean, we need you know, hopefully, you know, Pagano uh, can play this this week. Right, that would be huge. And get you know some additional defensive linemen. I liked what I saw. I'm glad that we're taking steps forward, you know, like we talked about before. You know, if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. And I think they're getting better. And I like the, the things that I'm hearing from the coaching staff and, you know, having some fun. That was the biggest thing that I saw is that they're having fun. Well, yeah, they scored 77 points. Well, and not only that, <laughs> it but it just, like... it's, it, it's the mentality of the coaching staff. Which has changed the mentality of the players. I mean, when the players are going to line up for the punt, you know, to kick off and, or no, not punt, sorry, kickoff, and uh, we're dancing. They're they're having fun, and the thing that I like about you know Taggart wants them to have fun, and the whole coaching staff. It's like you got to enjoy what you're doing. You know, stop taking it so seriously that you know you have to be the best. You have to be really good. You know, you just, you have to be this, you have to be that. Enjoy playing the game and hopefully we'll get enough talent that we'll be able to win. All right. It's swag surfing, swag surfing. Yeah. They have a song that they come out and uh, play wow. that song. Yeah. I, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, generally I do too, you know, that kind of stuff. But again, it's, it's, it's camaraderie. It's, it's it's energizing the kids. No, I don't hate the the concept. I just hate the name. Yep. It, yeah, yeah. Call it something better. Come okay. up with something better. <laughs> All right, we'll work on that for next week. Thank yeah. you. But I I'm just I'm excited about what we're doing. You know, I really think that you you want kids in college to have fun. You know, you look at the the players he's brought in, and there were a bunch of freshmen that played, and we're looking at having a, you know, right now I think depending on which service you're looking at, we're fifth or above for our recruiting class for next year. Mm -hmm. Right. And so with what he brought in and so many freshmen playing, and now if we bring in even a top 10 recruiting class for next year, you know, now you're going somewhere. Right. Now the, the depth that we're going to have is, is, is huge because everyone's going to play. The freshman can play. And I think that's what he is brought to the table this year. 
you know, he wants people to compete, you know, you'd have a chance of playing. And when, you know, that's gets the, the kids excited about wanting to come there, but it also allows you to have that depth and, and, you know, putting people in that position to actually do something about it, you know, being there for a reason rather than just sitting on the bench. Cause we think that this person's better. Right. right. Well, well, just sitting there for two years from now. Yeah, exactly. Which is really difficult. Now there's something to be said for that. Sure. In certain programs, it's important to, to have somebody that's, you know, whether it's, you know, a quarterback or a running back, you bring in developing depth and you sit out a year or two years. Not everybody can play every year, but I think that it's just, it's important that you're honest with the kids. You're going to come in and you're going to compete. And that's what we, that's what we offer you. And I think that the Helfridge group, I think that, that those guys had their favorites. Yeah. And I don't know that it was open as much for competition. I think that they had, it, it just seemed that the players that weren't playing well continued to play. Right. And you kind of wonder, okay, do you have anybody else that can play? Because this guy is this it. Is this it? And I think that that's what Taggart's talking about is, you know, come on in and compete. And if you don't want to compete, and he said this earlier, if you don't want to compete, don't come here. Yeah. You know, go somewhere else. If you want if you want to be handed something, if you if you want to feel entitled, this isn't the place to be because we want a bunch of really good players out on the field competing with each other. Making and, each other better. And you need a lot of players. It's just the way college football is now. If you're going to compete at that elite level. Yeah. So Cool. So you guys are excited. I may be able to catch some of that game. I got a little bit of uh Schedule issues going on, but I'm going to try and catch at least the beginning. There you go. I hope you do. Yeah, I'm It'll looking forward to watching them play. I've looked up the highlights from last week, it just which was just them punching it in, you know, <laughs> over and over, <laughs> over and, over, and over, over again. But yeah, but they yeah they didn't show any passing or anything like that. It was just like the there were some good plays. They showed some like six. There were some really good good catches. Yeah, some good passes. Yeah. The, oh, that's right. You mentioned the quarterback would look good. It, yeah. yeah, Herbert. Herbert did look good. 24, I believe. Oh, nice. Some long passes. It wasn't just little dink and duck stuff, you know, where it's, you know, five, 10 yard passes. He, he threw a couple 30 yarders, 40 yarders. Cannon. He's, He's got, got a good arm. Yeah. He does. It's kind of effortless, nice. which is nice. So what's your best case scenario out of tomorrow? If I mean, without obviously, well, they beat him 77 to 20 again, but. Okay. My feeling is I think we can, we can beat them. I'm thinking 42-28. Cole, Adam? Well, without predicting the score or anything, I'm thinking probably, I mean, they, again, their they're offense being really good. I think that our defense is going to be just as good, honestly. I think it's going to be even better. Um, obviously, they're going to have to be to hold them to the same amount of points as they hold Southern Utah, but I don't think we're going to make those mistakes, which – cost us the the 14 points so i think that they'll score 21 points but i think they're going to earn their 21 points yeah um and i think that we're gonna be up in the uh 50s uh probably 56 56 56 without predicting the score and then he says 56 21 right yeah i I love that that was was a great precursor for this isn't actually a score i'm predicting because i'm not saying you know 56 21 i'm just saying that they might score 21 and then I think we're going to be better and maybe score 56. Yeah. So 
it was good the way you did that. I like that. Yeah, I was trying to. It's like a back to the Jedi thing. It was like the Jedi mind trick. Oh, I think he was talking through you. (laughs) That was amazing. It was a good button on Adam's finest podcast to date. Okay, so I think this is it for tonight. We're gonna we're gonna call it here. Call it quits. I've talked enough. All right. Joe, thank you once again for coming out and hanging with us. I never seem to talk enough, but I guess we'll stop. <laughs> okay. Joe, always but, a pleasure. Hey, Shim, I, I loved it. Thanks. And uh, I want to shout out. Shout out to Shim uh, Havarti. Shim Havarti. We missed you, buddy. Missed uh, you, I wish he could have made it tonight, but uh, he had a, some kind of uh, previous engagement that that he was going to do. I don't know. I'm sure it was really important. I mean, it's my daughter's birthday and I'm here. So whatever. See, yeah. I mean, come on. (laughs) Priorities. Yeah. All right. Well, and Adam, you know, you just, you nailed it. Superheroes. You came with all the stuff. It just came to me. I was exciting. Adam took notes. Prep. I was ready. Writing stuff down. He brought it and it showed. Yep. It was just fun to be a part of it. Yeah. It was a pleasure to watch you podcast. I appreciate it. And guys, if you enjoyed it, there's going to be more perspectives later. We're living in a world of capital over progression. Where you can shop for spreading love, but on a wealth obsession. Money can't help you see the light. In the end, you can't buy yourself a Porsche when you're dead. Well, mama said that I don't got to be part of the world to truly love. Pray for it. To live and rise above it This is the time I'm at So this be tasted So let's do everything we can Before I'm dead and gone. I wanna be known as one of the good ones One of the good ones Before I'm dead and gone. I wanna be known as a good one Today, point them out to me so I can come and join their raid. We'll walk around this land with open hands, looking for change. We'll want to understand this progression we have at hand. Humanity is killing wheat, for this we will not stand. I say, let's progress in good contest, make conference, then love our best. Our onslaught of love will be at an all time high, crashing like waves on some ponderosa pines. Our love that makes no sense. We who spend love at no Expense. We are a force of passion, creating a new faction, taking action, working hard just for the satisfactions with the abilities to shine so bright that others want to fight because our light is in their eyes. Ladies and gentlemen, we are the skies. Don't remain mystified by their lies. Can't trust us, but we will teach you how to be true, teach you how to speak the truth, but we stand